All right, I'm here today with uh, my good friend Gene Wright. How are you today, sir? I'm doing fine, thank you. Well, um, what branch of the uh, military did you serve in? I served in the Army. In the Army, what years? Uh, let's see. I graduated from SMS in 67, went from that into the Army. I had already been in the reserves, but that was on paper only. Yeah. Uh, went uh, up to Kansas City, catch a ride to Fort Dix, New Jersey. Was Did you ever been out? Had you ever been out west before? Or out west, out east before? Uh. No. 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 And uh, Fort Dix, uh, well, the one thing I remember from that is we got a uh, long weekend and about uh, four of us went into New York. And uh, this was in 67? Right. Yeah, okay. And uh, we were Times Square Motel, I think it was, that we stayed at. We were all in, all in bed, and somebody's knocking on the door. So one of the guys got up, and there was a policeman holding a room key. Whoever opened the door to the room left the key in. I'm thinking, how could you leave the key in the door? Times Square, New York. Yeah. I mean, where, where are you from? Even I know that you don't leave a key in the door of a motel room. Culture shock, I'm sure, for some. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, God, you've been in New York in 1967. There would have been some pretty pretty good concerts happening on that part of the country in 67. Did you go to any shows, anything like that? No. No uh, shows? We basically were pretty much uh, confined to base uh, during our training. Mm -hmm. uh, like I say, uh, when we went to New York, we, I think that was a three-day uh, holiday weekend. and. Mm -hmm. uh, so it would have been either 67 late or 68 early. Um, so. What was your job in the Army? Well, I ended up as a scout dog handler. A scout dog handler? Right. Did you, okay. So how did, you ended up there. How, how'd that, how did you get there? Well. Went down to Fort Benning after Fort Dix and uh, went through some training there. And then they were asking for volunteers. Uh, they wanted people that had security clearances. I had it. Uh, three of my buddies had it. So we figured 
hey, the longer we are in training, the less time we have to be in Vietnam because 90% uh, chance that that's where we didn't know. Oh yeah, for sure. So we volunteered for the Scott Dog training and we had that for, I want to say at least eight weeks there at uh, Fort Benning. Then in May of 68, we finished that up, had 30 days leave, I think. And then when we went back, we flew from uh, Fort Benning, the airfield that they had there, flew to Alaska, stopped there, flew to Japan, stopped there, and there we changed planes and all our equipment. That included our dogs, our crates, their crates, a uh, couple of deuce and a half, and uh, one Jeep, I believe, uh, as well as the water tank and basically what, everything that we would need. Uh, that included tents, yeah. and when I say tents, they were the what they called squad tents. They were the large tents. They weren't one-man tents. Yeah, they were the big. Like think the mash size kind of yeah yeah cool uh, man, how was train how was so did you did you have your own specific dog or did you like did you work with one dog as you trained it or did you guys were you able to just take on any dog that had the training well the I ended up with a second dog that I had the first dog I had for maybe three days. And the uh, well, the sergeant that was in charge of the training said, "This dog and you are not a good combination." Yeah. <laughs> and so <clears throat> they took that dog away from me and gave me another one, and I had that dog through the rest of the training and there in Vietnam wow. until I came back. Wow, wow. So that second one was the one. Second one was the one. That's cool. What was uh, his name? That was Pup. Pup? Yep. <laughs> That's a good name. It's not, it's not, easy, to, not easy to forget then, I guess. No. Right? <laughs> well, these dogs were basically all donated uh -huh. to the service. <clears throat> uh, I don't know... Whether or not the people got uh, some remuneration, mm -hmm. but uh, they were basically all came in from civilian sources, yeah. individuals that uh, would drop them off. Uh, at uh, well, I assume they had a recruiting system set yeah. up. Huh. Wow. But, uh, I wonder if they do the, do you think they still do the scout dog thing? Is that still a thing? I mean. There are still scout dogs in the military. Yeah. Both, uh, well, 
you had three types of dogs. You had the scout dog, you had tracker dogs, and you had uh, guard dogs. And we had one in our unit that would have easily made a, a guard dog. <laughs> he was one that you just learned to give him a wide berth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> we had a set of twins in our unit, and uh, which I thought you were not supposed to have since World War II, but uh, we had a set of the twins, yeah, and uh, one of them ended up with this dog. Really? And uh, he had his hands full with that dog. I bet. <clears throat> what, was it, what was his name? Do you remember? I have no idea. Uh, you know, just, just try to forget about the dog sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? Wide birth, right? Yeah, that's cool. So did you did, did so you went you went through your dog scout training and then did you? All you guys that were in that kind of go to, like, you know how each unit or um, squad or whatever has their own specialty. Like, each one's got this guy who does this. He's combat engineer. He's for this part. And then, so did you guys spread out like that, or did you guys stay together? No. Uh, with our training unit, there were 70-some-odd guys in it. You, we broke that down into two platoons. We went, uh, the platoons went over together and we broke up, split up uh, into our individual platoons there in Vietnam. And we went, uh, my platoon, we were at uh, Benoit Army Base just outside Saigon. And we were assigned to the 101st Airborne, and the, they had a new uh, commander in the brigade that we were assigned to, and uh, he was up north of Way, and the, uh, he finally, after a couple of weeks, decided. You're assigned to me, but I have no clue as to what you do and how you do it. And uh, I can't determine that with you down in Saigon and me north of Hawaii. So he sent for us, and we loaded up a plane, a couple of planes, and flew up with all our equipment and stuff. And uh, landed up south of Way at uh, a base there, and I can't remember the base. Uh, then we drove around Way, and it's spelled H U E, and I still pronounce it W A Y. Yeah, yeah. But. Uh, they had, during Tet, the North Vietnamese and Viet Cong had blown a couple bridges, and those bridges had not been totally repaired. I think they had 
two bridges, one lane each, and one end of way and one at the other end of way. So we drove across and through way. Uh, we made our way back to Highway 1 and went up Highway 1 to LZ Sally. And uh, we were assigned an area uh, on the perimeter of uh, LZ Sally. We got to call, <clears throat> got to pull guard duty at night in our sector. Uh, we I think we got shelled once, and uh, but the perimeter was not penetrated. So yeah, you took your dog with you when you did patrols and stuff like that. That was the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you. You said you were with the airborne. Did you jump? I was given the option of either jumping or giving blood. <laughs> I tried to give blood. And after 40 minutes, they said, thank you, we appreciate your trying, and you're free to go. <laughs> and that was while we were still at Fort Benning. Really? Wow. Uh, and I'm going, okay. <laughs> hey, at least you tried, right? Yes, you know. Yeah, for sure. Well... Food's here. Gene, thank you so much for coming to lunch with me today. And um, thank you very much for your service. I You're really appreciate it. You're quite welcome. It.